Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor... You can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiry. Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries But, you know, got a, got a bunch of other different side things I've been working on, uh, different stuff for the show, a bunch of awesome new episodes coming out, and uh, some other big announcements coming from our end, coming soon, you know, so uh, everybody keep your eyes and ears open. Oh, yeah, stay tuned. And Shane, actually, <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm super unprofessional. I forgot to hit record on the audio, so let's run it back real quick, all right? Ready? Three, two. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Big Dumb Inquiries. I'm your retard uh, co-host, uh, Kyle, the Rain Man, and uh, my friend on the other end, Mr. Shane. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Oh, you know, <laughs> remembering to hit record this time because oh. we just had a pre-intro, but <laughs> now we got another one coming in. So. I just was so, I was so hyped up to like get started. I dude, I do this sometimes. I don't hit record on the audio. I mean, I can always rip the uh, audio off the video, but it's not as good. So, uh, I, uh, <laughs> we're here now, everybody. Uh, so for those listening on the audio feed, this is what you'll hear. Uh, we will, uh, <laughs> Our special guest is joining us shortly tonight, uh, but we are live. We're live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook for the Boomers. Um, so we will. Uh, uh, you're always welcome to join us live. Just stay tuned for those. Uh, but yeah, and as Shane said, we've got some uh, special announcements coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. Big things happening. Uh, and yeah, anything else? What else is going on? Like I was saying, same shit, different day. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, not unfortunately, but. In a good way, I guess. It's a good life, you know, brother. It's a good life. Working on the show, uh, talking to you over multiple platforms like we're also joking about. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, it is a good life, but maybe after some of the clips and conversations we get into tonight, we'll, <laughs> we might feel differently because the world is crazy, brother. It's insane. I don't know what but to hey, think. hey, man, we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for the world being so crazy. That's true. 
That's absolutely true, man. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but uh, let's see. I got to give a quick shout out real quick to my boy, uh, the Provo Kid from the Provo Kid podcast. The dude is a fucking saint. He's a magical man. He was great. He was on the last beer review we did last week. Uh, my episode that he when he came on my show, uh, that dropped on Thursday. So uh, anyway, my, that's not the reason I'm shouting him out. He sent me a little care package with one of these uh, badass tie-dye, very soft, very nice. Uh, I think he makes these custom, custom uh, tie-dye t-shirts. Uh, actually, I, I told him I was in Texas because he was like, I only do hoodies. And I was like, well, I'm in Texas, bro, so I might not wear it for a while. So I think he made this specially for me, sleeveless tank top, uh, you know, sun's out, guns out. It's summer here in Texas. Uh, so thank you, Provo Kid. I mean, he sent me a few other things. I'll get into that on another show, but uh, absolutely the coolest guy. So if you guys haven't already, uh, if you're on YouTube, you can go uh, check out after the show, uh, Provo Kid uh, podcast, and uh, he's on Instagram and all that. So big, big shout out to the Provo Kid. He's He's the goat, dude. If you say that's if you want to get a good shout out, send me stuff. <laughs> but no, this see, is I got awesome. Him coming on my show soon too. So oh, yeah. look out for that, everybody on my end too. Oh yeah, he's great. And the way you said that, everybody on my end. <laughs> what are they doing in there? <laughs> Hanging out on my end, you know, because oh. like, we still got this split between uh, your feed and my feed. Absolutely. So maybe eventually we can combine this and make it its own feed. But I don't know. It depends on what everybody else thinks too. I yeah, guess. Yeah, so I think if anybody I think, has some input on it. You know, if you want to throw it our way, we'd appreciate it. I think we're moving towards that, dude. I really do. Um, but anyway, I guess while we're killing some time, um, f- uh, while we wait for New York Patriot to to pop in. Um, I, I got my annual city water report, um, water quality report, uh, reporting year 2021. And I thought it might be a good opportunity to share this information with, with, uh, with the audience. You know, we talk a lot about, uh, maybe not on this show, but on other shows, we talk about, you know, fluoride in the water, how bad the water is for you, all these kinds of things. So I wanted to give you guys a firsthand look at my annual water report so uh and be i mean i encourage all of you listening get your city water report see what's going on see what you're drinking it i mean maybe you don't drink the uh you know the tap water but your dogs do your cat your cats might i don't know so i'll just breeze through this real quick uh question you know the first little thing on here is is my water safe uh, good that's what everyone wants to know says, once again, uh, the city is presenting our annual water quality report covering all drinking water testing performed, covering all drinking water testing performed during the 2021 calendar year. In your, uh, in 2021, your tap water met all federal and state uh, drinking water standards. Over the years, we have dedicated ourselves producing drinking water that meets all state and federal standards. Well, I want to know what those standards are. That's what I'd like yeah, to know. Yeah, because their standards must be pretty damn low. I know, I know. And uh, we continually uh, strive to adopt new methods, yada, yada, yada. All challenges to drinking water safety emerge uh, as new challenges emerge. We remain vigilant in meeting the goals. Well, uh, there's. I can tell you right now, there's no snake venom listed in my uh, water report, unfortunately. That would Nothing have been turning the frogs again. Oh, I'm sure there's some of that. I can almost <laughs> guarantee that. Uh, important health information. So this is a fun one. You may be more vulnerable than the general public to certain microbial ca- uh, contaminants, such as, oh God, this is a sound clip, everybody. If you're listening, 
Cryptosporidium. Okay, that wasn't so bad. Is that like Bitcoin fungus or something? Cryptosporidium in drinking water. Infants, some elderly or immunocompromised persons, such as those undergoing chemotherapy for cancer. Where'd they get the cancer? The water? Sounds Uh, like it shit. Those who have undergone organ transplants or those who are undergoing steroid treatments and people with HIV, AIDS, or other immune system disorders <laughs> can be particularly at risk from infections. Okay. Um, and then it says where we get our drinking water. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. So real, I'll just show you this little chart here, if you can see that. it's uh, It's got all the different contaminants, the amounts, how they, well, you know, is it safe or whatever. So I'll just read through this. Oh, God, no, it's longer. There's more. Oh, it flips out. It's got another page. It's got a centerfold, <laughs> dude. This is some sexy shit right here. So, Very and there's all official. these factoids on the back, too. Like, you know, is there lead in the water and whatnot? So, um, yes. do we want to make this a little game? Uh, we can, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Real quick. Our guest is here. Let's bring him in. You want to introduce Ooh. him? Yeah, I can definitely introduce him. Introduce the him. The one, the only. New York Patriot. <laughs> What's going on, brother? How's it going? Good, good. Sorry I was late. Oh, so you're had... good, dude. We were killing the time. I was just about to read my annual city water quality <laughs> report. If you'd like to know some. <laughs> Does it tell you like what's in it or something? Or? Yes. Okay. Do you guys just want to name a toxin or element and I'll see if it's on here? <laughs> just pick ones randomly. It might be easy. Actually, we'll look to see what's good for you and that's probably not on the list. No, there's no. <laughs> no. Start with the bad stuff because that's all that's on here. <laughs> uh, anyone? Anyone want to guess? Uranium. Uh, Uranium. Okay. Uh, Yep, right here. (laughs) Uranium. Uh, So it says, under, it's got a little asterisk. It says, EPA considers 50 PCI per liter to be the level of concern for beta particles. So the highest level we have detected is uh, 12.8. But that's not in the same... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not the same unit that they're measuring in. So the 50 CI to per liter is not what they measure in. So um, I don't know, 12.8. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. Explains all the betas. Uh, true. True. <laughs> I spe- yeah. Yep. We are a college town, so there's there's lots of that. Okay. Um, other radioactive substances. I don't see too much. Uh, we got Brody Bruce saying arsenic. <laughs> ars- oh, okay. Let's start there. Arsenic. Um, it's actually alphabetical yeah, orders. Probably- it's at alphabetical order, so it's at the high. It's at the top. So arsenic, highest level detected, one point seven, and that's parts per billion. Okay, I guess that's not too bad. Parts per billion, one point seven. That's not too much. And then it tells you where it comes from, like wh- likely source of contamination, dude. There- so real quick, I'll just give. I won't go through all Is it the like Soros next to. <laughs> all right real quickly i'll just list off these and i'll I'll go through this in more detail on another show but arsenic barium chromium fluoride nitrate selenium uh selenium radium uh alpha excluding radon in your so this is okay so there's more non-specific uh radioactive contaminant contaminants uranium Chloroform, bromoform, bromo, bromodichloromethane, 
Okay, bromodichloromethane, dibromochloromethane. Okay, and then on the second page. (laughs) Yo, all I have to do is just run a rag underneath the water and I'm good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, does this smell weird to you? (laughs) It's a little creepy, sorry. Um, Calcium, we do have a high... Uh, calcium content it's ruined many a humidifier uh calcium chloride iron uh free chlorine copper and lead okay i'm sure there's more but anyway i just wanted to you know give you guys a little taste of what i'm you know they say it's all about what's in the water so we'll get into that on another show but um sure. new york patriot how's it going man glad you glad you could make it to the show man Good, thank you, thank you. That was that was really interesting, actually. Just hearing all that shit in the water—that's do, do they do? Do you guys ever get one of those mailed to you every year? No, really. Yeah, we don't either. We got to mm-hmm. do it like you, you can go to Home Depot and get it and get a free water test. But other than that, we don't get it either. You can't oh, request wow. it from your city or anything like that. I probably could. I just never thought of that. Yeah, sure. yeah same here. All right. Well, I use filtered. You know what? I I use a Britter anyway. I mean, I don't know if that okay. makes much of a difference, but it does. I, I, it's another reason why I don't think about it too much is because I do use a filter. Yeah, yeah. I, I I got one of those too. Um, actually, my fridge has a little, you know, water dispenser, which is nice. But uh, well, guys, I got the little pure filter, so I got I got the same thing running too. It's because yes. it's like if I don't use that, my water smells like it's full of chemicals. <laughs> well, I I will say in my you know prepping, I did buy one of those big silver water, you know, gravity filter things. Uh, it, is, it filters out fluoride and, you know, chemicals, bacteria, and all that stuff. So when shit hits the fan, I'll probably have really good water, but I'm not going to uh, wait till then. So anyway, guys, well, let's get into the show. Um, any, any Also, what's up to everybody in the chat? Cause I oh, see dude, the chat saying, is popping up, off. So we got up? Brody, we got Helen, we got my boy Amit. Uh, mm-hmm. Amit's, uh, you know... He's a great podcaster and a great supporter. Uh, we've got Teresa and the Bipolar Bear. Okay, that should be fun. Welcome. <laughs> but shout out to Brody, dude. Brody's a great guy. Actually, Brody, I was thinking about you the other day. I was like, man, I remember Brody. I want to get him on the show. And I was like, oh, he emailed me, but I couldn't remember like, you know, how to contact you. So I've got your email, Brody. Look out for that. Um, but guys, y'all want to get into the into the meat of the show? What do we got going on here? Um, who wants to go first? Shane? Let's see. So, yeah, I guess last time we did a mix between you and I because it was just us. So it doesn't really matter who we start with this time. So I can okay. go first. All right. Well, Shane, do you want to preface your clip? I'll make it short and sweet. What's your opinion on shrinkflation? Inflation at a four-decade oh, high. Sorry. It's already going. Sorry. All right. Say that again. What's your opinion on shrinkflation? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. This is a clip, and we're playing it now. To inflation at a four-decade high, ConsumerWorld.org has released a new report on how some companies are avoiding sticker shock, reducing the amount of product in the package while keeping the price the same. Chief Business Correspondent Rebecca Jarvis, all over this, breaking it down. Shrinkflation is what we're calling it, Rebecca? Yes, it is, Robin. It's great to see you, and good morning. And experts are warning that it is starting to show up in more and more places. For example, some of you watching right now might be enjoying a bowl of cereal. Well, Consumer World finds that Honey Bunches of Oats now has 17% less in a package. Their 14.5-ounce boxes are now down to 12 ounces. And to anyone who's sipping a cup of coffee right now, well... 
Consumer World reports that Folgers has reduced the amount of their canister by 7.5 ounces, bringing the amount down to 43.5 ounces from 51 ounces. So, is that shrinkflation? Well, Folgers says not so fast. In a statement, the company says this is due to a new roasting technology that uh, makes the bullshit. most out of every bean, <laughs> resulting right. in lighter weight coffee grounds, <laughs> saying, quote, the total weight of our coffee products will be reduced, but the amount of coffee you receive by way of total servings uh, will remain the exact same. And finally, you should also keep an eye on household goods like toilet paper. Consumer World says oh, not toilet paper Angel again. Soft Toilet Paper has reduced <laughs> the number of sheets per roll going from 425 oh, sheets oh per God. roll I'm to about to pop off sheet. we reached out to both that's Post the point and angel soft for a comment did not hear back and these are just a few examples Robin but this is happening with a lot of brands right yeah, now honey bunches of oats that's my that's my go-to people think they're cool counting sheets Rebecca what exactly do wow. consumers need to? I just heard what you said. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to go through and count every single sheet, luckily, okay, in toilet okay. paper, because savvy shoppers know <laughs> that you can look at the net weight, you can look at the unit price. That's typically the amount in parentheses next to the sticker price, as in how much you're paying per ounce or per pound. These are listed online and in store. Sticker price can look lower or even be on sale, but you may actually be paying more per unit. So if you're in a position to purchase the family size, those frequently have more units at a lower price, Michael. You do not have to do all the math here at yeah. every single <laughs> sheet. Guys, I, I'm, I'm happy to keep you guys alone. I mean, you guys know what our priorities are here. Oh, these fucking assholes. That's why I grabbed this one, too. Oh, dude, Shane. Thank you, Rebecca. What a fucking clip right there, dude. <laughs> clip of the day. Clip, clip of the day. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, there's so much to unpack there, dude. Okay, roasting technology. Let's <laughs> roasting technology. Okay, so I call bullshit. If anything, they're just adding air to the product. You know what I mean? They're just fluffing it up a little bit, making us look mm -hmm. like a bunch of idiots. That's okay. I'll just say everything that they explained in that clip was to make the 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 audience feel or no, they assume the audience is dumb. So that was all stuff to make them feel not so dumb. Like you're not crazy. No, you literally it's gaslighting, dude. Gaslighting mm -hmm. every step of the way. Okay. I have a lot to, uh, of thoughts on this, but let's start with our guest New York Patriot. What are your thoughts on this <laughs> that clip? That was insane, dude. <laughs> Uh, I do think they, they try to like, almost like bring it up and put it in your face, but then like kind of laugh it off. Like you said, and like, yeah, gaslighting or like bringing it up and making you feel okay about it within like a matter of a minute. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Actually. <laughs> Make you feel okay man. about it. Dude. Well, but I mean, it is very true. I mean, it's something that I've noticed. I noticed this shit, you know, a while ago when COVID was bad, I just started noticing, like, I hate to say it. Unfortunately, it wasn't either. I think it was the cereals and like the chips. I started realizing like, yo, these Things aren't the same size, and they're actually more. Mm -hmm. I started seeing that with other shit, but uh, Dude. I mean, it's true, and it's fucked up. Like, like you said, it's like, yeah, this is what we're doing, but it's okay. Or it's only bunch of boats. Well, just how they they like that guy at the oh, end was I don't like, even count my toilet paper like that. I that I thought was weird. Oh I'm yeah, like, I oh, yeah. counted like which one has more fucking sheet. I don't. Know. Well, the guy at the end was like, "Do you guys need a loan?" Like these rich fucks telling us the news, they don't have to fucking worry about this shit. You know what I mean? They don't even buy their own groceries. Someone they have That's enough money up. to pay somebody to do their grocery shopping. So fuck these guys. They're a bunch of assholes. 
Uh, it's oh these, no, my honey bunches and oats. Yeah, like yeah. you fucking eat honey bunches of oats, bitch. Okay, you probably have fucking steak and eggs every day, and well, I don't know. They probably have something fancier. Steak and eggs is fancy for me, so I don't. I don't know. I'm we're not in the same you know kind of uh, lens here when these fuckers are talking about their breakfast options. Okay, I mean I I don't eat breakfast. If I do, it's a you know a pot of black coffee. And well, but let's get into yeah, the coffee. Is as fancy to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're having like Wagyu beef with like a quail egg on top of it. Oh, dude, there you go. Yeah. That's the fancy. But, dude, so let's talk about the coffee, right? A new technology. <laughs> what? I mean, watch. But if you look at it, though, it's going to be like the caffeine goes down slightly. They're just like, fuck you. You don't need a strong of coffee. <laughs> dude, that's, I think, I think the weight is what's important, dude. I think it, uh, that's how you know. That's like how you get the the richness of the coffee, right? That's how you get that that you know. You don't want like a when you. I guess if you use like a drip coffee pot, you don't want it. You don't want to be able to see through it too much. You need some. You need some heavy coffee. If you know, we're working hard out here, uh, doing our thing. We gotta have you know some strong shit to get us through. Yeah, but this new testosterone's going down. So is the coffee because you know men aren't drinking as much coffee. So the testosterone lower. So does the coffee. (laughs) Oh, is coffee bad for your testosterone? No, no, no. I'm saying that like, like working man drinking coffee. So if the testosterone levels going down, they're like, "Fuck you! You don't need as much coffee. Your coffee doesn't need to be as strong." I guess I I don't. I mean, I guess there could be a connection there, but. Well, so the coffee, that's, I mean, that's bullshit. But I, I, to all the listeners out there, I'd say, uh, you know, buy some local coffee. Look for a local, um, you know, a local coffee shop. They might have some bags you can buy. One, it's good to support local. That's just me. Or find a, a place online where you can get your coffee. I actually, I'm, I'm not paid by this company at all. I just really like their coffee. Independence Coffee Co. It's based in Texas. It's family owned. Uh, you can get a five-pound bag of coffee shipped to you, and I think it's like fifty bucks, which is not bad when you you know compared to the store-bought coffee. So ten no, bucks no, a pound, and I buy the whole bean and I grind it before I make it. It's just it's a great great cup of coffee. Uh, if you're listening, sponsor me, please. Um, <laughs> I just you don't have to pay me; just give me free coffee. That's all I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, it's great, and I if you uh, I recommend What's a flavor, get the Texas Backyard Pecan. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, dude, that's the, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I guarantee you, if you were to look at an old Folgers can and the new one, the serving size mm-hmm. that they're to use is probably the same shit. So no, there's no difference in servings. I'm do sure. you think they're shrinking? Because some Folgers come with a little scoop, right? Um, do you think they're shrinking the size of the scoop to make it feel like you're getting the same amount of coffee out too? Wouldn't- that's what I was trying to get at. That's what I was thinking. That uh, it's like the same coffee, mm-hmm. the same strength. They're just skimming it and making it a little bit smaller, thinking that people won't notice the difference in taste if they do it gradually, which, you know, they probably wouldn't, honestly. But most people, I don't know about you guys, but when I make my coffee, I'm not really using the scoop. I'm kind of just throwing it in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not content, you know? <laughs> I got my I always scoop. drink dark roast, too, so it's like I have to drink it strong. Yeah. Yeah, that's me too. Well, and let's talk about, you know, you mentioned the skimming of the product. Well, they they were talking about at the very beginning like percentages of things, right? Like one the honey bunches of oats is like 17% less or something like that. 17, Q is back, whatever. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying if they're if they're reducing their product 17% and they only tell us inflation is up, I don't know, 8%, 9%. So it's it's probably higher than what they're telling us if the companies are reducing their 
size, you know, their products by a certain percentage. We sh- that's what you should be looking at. Look how much things have gone up in price and sh- shrink, shrank. Uh, what percentage that is? That's a better idea of what inflation is. Very true. I mean, actually, it's like really fucking weird because it's not even like you're getting the same product and the money went up. Like you're getting less of it, and the and it, some of it still went up. Yeah, most of it. So it's like you're really getting like double double fucked right there. That's probably why a lot of people are redoing their boxes too, is so that they can make the box more compact and like modern looking. But realistically, it's just a smaller packaging. But if they change the whole box altogether, you won't notice that subtle difference in box size. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, everything. There's been a lot of rebranding lately, even like mac and cheese and shit. They're talking about that recently too, with the weird drip mouth. Like, a lot well, of rebranding, a lot that, of box changing. I've noticed that too, especially with like, I guess, the store brands version of where I go. The two, there's, uh, there's like a stop and shop and a shop, right? Both of them around the same time actually did change their store brand shit. Hmm. A little, like, whole thing. And wow, that's very interesting. I did notice that and thought it was weird, but never thought of that being behind, you know, screwing you too with the whole perception of what you're buying. Mm-hmm. So the toilet paper, right? And, you know, a lot of people are thinking inflation, shrinkflation, whatever it is, is a recent thing. But look at toilet paper. Go back to COVID, right, with the toilet paper shortage. Look at your toilet paper holder in your bathroom, right? And it's about, I don't know, yay big, maybe four, maybe six inches, right? Well, I guess, you know, this is six inches if we're talking, you know, real. But <laughs> it's about it's about yay big, right? Right, right, guys? This is about six inches? Okay. Um, <laughs> but I noticed... Almost immediately, once toilet paper started coming back in stock, you know, everywhere where it wasn't an issue anymore, the rolls are about an inch and a half shorter than they used to be. And that happened in 2020. The toilet paper, so they might have the same amount of sheets, but the shrinkflation started for them much, you know, in 2020 because the rolls actually, their length, not the length of how many sheets, but the, you know, distance that sits on your fucking toilet paper holder it's about an inch and a half less than it used to be dude i noticed that with uh paper towel too because i have a Mm -hmm. paper towel holder and i knew how long it was and then i noticed that now you can see like the little metal part on the end where it sticks in Mm -hmm. so i know that paper towel rolls have gotten probably at least like an inch or two shorter too that's i mean think about that that's 10 percent you know savings on materials for these companies that's insane dude and And you wouldn't even notice it yeah, you don't notice it. I I notice. I'm a very uh I'm very particular about my bowel movements. I'm a very it's a very it's ritualistic for me. So I noticed almost immediately when we restocked back up on uh, toilet paper last year. It's uh it's a shame, dude. But now they're lowering the sheet count, so you know things are really bad. Because <laughs> they could have just said we've lowered you know shortened our size or whatever. But, you know, they didn't even bother going to that. They just went uh, <laughs> straight Do you think to- they're going to start thinning the ply without people noticing, oh. too? I've noticed that, dude. They have thinned mm-hmm. the ply. I actually, I, you know what? I, I'm glad we're talking about, about this. I just, <laughs> I just installed my tushy bidet on my toilet this morning. When I was texting you, Shane, this morning about what are you doing today and stuff, I didn't want to tell you that I was, like, you know, head over my toilet trying to <laughs> install this thing. So. I think you low key wanted to tell me, and that's why you texted me. Well, I wanted me to, to try it. So first. Tell me. <laughs> I wanted to try it first, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't. Okay, I did do a dry fire on this thing, right? So I installed it. I turned it on. It sprayed me right in the fucking chest. And then I was like, okay, I need to see how what this aim is, right? So uh, with my fiance in the bathroom, I didn't even have to poop, right? I'd already pooped today. I drop trowel, sit on this thing, and fucking you know, jet fuel stream right into my bunghole. 
Uh, it kind of <laughs> stung at first, and I was like, okay, this doesn't feel right. It could be the water, right? It could be what's in my water. Uranium in the asshole's not a good... Oh, fuck. It's going to be booping. I'm booping some your... uranium. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and arsenic. Can't forget the arsenic. Oh, that's why it stung, but... Uh, but then after, after a couple more tries, I was like, okay, this thing's going to work out. So... People, you can get a cheap bidet for, you know, anywhere from like 20 to 70 bucks. They have some that hook up to the hot water now. There's a lot you can do. So, uh, you know, give that a shot. Save some toilet paper. You just have to get some like washcloths. To, you dab, you dab the with, with the bidet. You don't wipe, you dab. You know, I, I, will, I will say I never used one, but I did prior to when I had back surgery because my doctor said, no, you'll be able to wipe yourself. But I had some people who told me that with a back fusion, uh, that, that might be an issue. And I said, oh, I'm not having any, nobody is fucking doing that. It's the me. twisting motion, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But where I got it on my back, it's so low. You don't really twist that. I actually, I'm, I'm lucky that where I had my, my issue was actually in a very good spot to have a back. Huh. Well, you know, if there's any good spots. Do you wipe? Um, I know so some there, there wasn't much. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> you saw my hand motion. I was, I, was, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I did look into that. Yeah. I did look into that because I was like, yo, I'm going to, I was like, there has to be like things to where you can stall the days if your toilet bowl doesn't have one. And I actually looked into that shit because I thought it might have been a possibility. I didn't have to. It's I mean, worth it, fine. dude. It's but worth uh, it. you can get them rather cheap. I was like, damn, like, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to spend a fucking $200 on a fucking bidet for three weeks or two weeks. And I'm like, fuck, you can buy one for like fucking 50 bucks. Oh, it's and just fucking attached right to like your toilet bowl water. Oh, it, dude, yeah, my, my dad got one for like 20 bucks. And every single time I go over his house, he has to show me it. And he's like, you want to try it? You want to try it? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I feel a little strange using your bidet, sir. Well, my neighbor, uh, my former co-host, Puds, he's had one for like two years, and I've never used it. Like, I've never, you know, it's just weird. Like, he's always like, dude, you can come try it. And I was like, I just felt weird, like, coming over just to shit. Like, we're next-door neighbors. I can shit in my own house, right? So, I will give a full... And receiving Poseidon's kiss from a stranger. A stranger toilet <laughs> makes it ultra weird. <laughs> but I will give a full status report uh, in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I'll, once, uh, you know, once I do my morning duty, I'll let you guys know how it, how it went. So, uh, but any other thoughts on the shrinkflation guys? We got to move on. Uh, basically I mean, just real. keep your eyes out. It's definitely real. Start a garden. I've even wondered like, you know, they even fucking gas too, as, as they're raising it. Jesus. <laughs> you know, is it like, you know, cause they, there is like, I think certain rules of like how much, additives and shit you could have in there oh are they watering down the gas shrink, yeah, i'm sure they probably push that gas? to the max as well dude that's Jeez. what i was thinking too like if you're getting less miles per gallon somebody will have to do that math maybe maybe they are and that's a good way to figure it out is you know keep an eye on your uh, miles per gallon because i know during the uh during the winter i think so it doesn't freeze they do something to the gas like it, it's like oxidized they do something to it so it doesn't actually freeze but it does kind of take away from the gasoline because it's an additive. I was like, I guarantee you they probably just keep that shit in all year round now and just fucking oh, skimp you constantly. Dude, I don't, you know, there's a big myth about like the summer gas, right? So gas always goes up in the summers. And so it's like, you know, people, the myth was, I think it's a myth. Like, oh, they have a summer blend of gas and that's why it's more expensive to like keep it, you know, keep the emissions down. I was like, there's no fucking summer gas. Gas is gas, motherfucker. It's so. like a Starbucks thing is summer's blend. That's, that's I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit, less additive, so it's more expensive. 
because the additives are probably way cheaper. So the winter gas is probably cheaper because there's way more additive in it. And then the summer gas is more pure. So the price is more expensive. Oh, all right. Well, um, uh, New York Patriot, do you want to preface your clip at all before we get into it? Oh, yeah. Um, one, I, I did edit some stuff out of it just because it was a little bit too long, uh, but it, it's for the most part, I think it you know has like 90% of what it needs to get across. Um, it's, it's a weird piece that was actually taken out of Twin Peaks, I think season two. It's missing pieces. Um, in my opinion, it just shows like... Um, it shows crossing the abyss and going into the red room in the lodge that they show in Twin Peaks. It's just very weird. It's a it's a part that got taken out, and uh, they asked me for a clip, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna give them a fucking wild one." So is is uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks? Is that a TV show? Because it's a restaurant where I'm from, and it's That's like a it's saying. like a Hooters. Oh shit! It's like a Hooters. All right, it's a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, no, it was, it, it was, uh, from the nineties originally, I think it might've even been the late eighties. It's an old show. They did two seasons and then I think, uh, they did a movie fire walk with me. And then 25 years later, I think they came out with season three, which was like, I think in 2017 or some shit like that. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to play this clip and here we go. We have descended. Oh, what the fuck? Going up and down. Intercourse between. This guy's face, though. <laughs> he got some of that half ply. <laughs> this is a formica table. Green. Green is its color. on TV. I have the fury of my of my own momentum. With this ring I thee wed. Fire walk with me. And then you see the red curtains. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. <laughs> what the yeah, hell was that? Yeah, what did sure. I just watch, dude? <laughs> I'm looking up the show real quick. Fucking weird as shit. I even took like weird, I mean, even some weirder shit out that, you know, there was a time when he says, uh, with this ring, I the wed, they both start like cracking the fuck up too, like, like hysterically for a while. But I think it's more of like, yeah, okay, guy, like, no, that's not happening right now. Like, he's like, it, technically, he's breaking out of the ring, in my opinion, in that whole thing. 
you know, so I think it was more, but I took that out, which was even weirder, but what uh, the in, in the beginning, some stuff I took out. Too, so but. for those who don't know, uh, Twin Peaks is an American mystery serial drama television series, uh, premiered in 1990 it ran for two seasons until its cancellation in 91 uh it has a devoted cult following and has been referenced in a wide variety of media okay i didn't know this okay so i've had it on my list for a while to watch and after seeing that weird ass clip i'm definitely gonna have to watch it it looks like it's full of some weird (laughs) shit i think this friday it's funny i gotta check it it's my fucking discord uh you know part of it uh, I think they're doing like a Twin Peaks. It might be starting this week, but it's going to be like at a weird time, at like two o'clock during the day. We're going to watch, I think, like one episode a week and then talk about it. Jeez, dude. But yeah, like even if I'm not there, the Discord's still doing it. Like there's other people in my Discord are actually running it, not me. And what's the? Can people? Can people listening join your Discord? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll give you. Yeah, I'll give you my links. Yeah, sure. cool, perfect. We'll check it out in the description. But Jesus, dude. Okay, so. That, 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 <laughs> Um, you want to know what it meant to me, I guess, or what what was going on? Well, yeah, well, let me ask real quick. I, I'm and I probably did a bad job reading the the subtitles. They're in English, like the words they're saying were English, but it was all kind of distorted. So, I read the subtitles. But what's a formica table? A formica no a formica table. What? Yeah, what is that? It's like a type of stone, but uh, it does. It will. Uh, I think if I'm almost correct, formica will. Uh, it has like you can conduct electricity through it. Oh, okay. Interesting. I I didn't know if that had something to do with whatever the fuck was going on. So Oh yeah, it does actually, yeah. Um and the reason why it sounded weird is because uh in that in that a lot of times whenever you see that little man. When you see that little man in Twin Peaks, you are going in between the flesh this world and the, and the spirit world. Okay. And he sounds as if he's go This is how they actually did it. David Lynch, fucking guy's crazy, uh, made that dude say that shit backwards and then recorded it and played it backwards. So it was forward. I had a feeling that it was like that, too, because it sounded really weird. It sounded like it was recorded backwards, but it was being but it played was saying forward. It in, yes. So, but in a sense, when it comes to occultism and you starting to cross the abyss, and I was just even saying this on the last show. A lot of times, like even backwards masking and metal music, or a lot of times, and I'm not making, I'm not defending it because it's just sick shit does go on with kids, but sometimes even when children might be used in a sense of like a cult symbolism, you're kind of technically going back in time to where you're in spirit before you were into the flesh. So that's the whole reason of going backwards is because you were going to something you were once before until you came here. Shit. All right, so it's a lot of the backwards shit is. So that's why, like, that whole thing's going on. Whenever you see that little man, he's technically that little man is the homunculus. That is the fucking middle part of your brain. When you see him in that show, you're going, you're about to go click out of this reality and go somewhere else. And in Twin Peaks, there is a point where I think like uh, Cooper's like kind of like asking him who he is or talking to him. And then it's like a, another, like a lot of times when he does weird shit, it's because he wants you to look at it. It's really weird. They shows the little man just sitting there with a cup of coffee. He turns it, it pours out regularly. Then he looks at him, turns it, it falls out like syrup. And then he looks at like Cooper again and then like turns it and nothing comes out. That he is the control arm. He is the little man that controls the flow. He is controlling the flow of both sides of the brain, and the whole point of it is to go down the middle. 
Hmm. So that's what the little man is. He's the homunculus. If you were to look up homunculus right now, you would see diagrams of people drawing out a brain with an arm and a fucking leg and a weird fucking gigantic head. Or you'd see like a little man that has a big head. You would see shit like that. Is that the guy in the red suit? The little old man? Yes. That's that's, that's what he's playing. So what is, uh, I guess in your own words, what is the significance of this being shown on this TV show? Because I'm assuming it's a weird show. I've never seen it. So that's what we love about this show. We just, uh, you know, we go into it blind. So we're here to break it down. So what what's significant about this? Um, His show, I do think Twin Peaks might be uh, one of the most, hmm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, probably the most occult, but like um, it's taking a lot of shit. A lot of occult stuff, in my opinion, and actually putting it out in your face. And he shows a lot of shit to be weird because he wants you to actually question, why the fuck am I seeing this? So, like, in some ways, I think he's actually tossing it out there and being like, look, just figured it the fuck out. And, you know, he's an, he has to be an occultist himself. You know, I mean, so I think he understands occultism and tries to put it out in his shit for people to like maybe click and be like, I think like I get that from an experience. I might've had meditating once, hmm. you know, but uh, he, and then like, he, I mean, he even goes into stuff where I think he's even like whistleblowing, like, you, you know, this stuff in twin peaks where it involves sex trafficking drugs. I mean, I think he's actually trying to show the bad side of what's going on with secret societies and occultism. Huh. I do think he even tries to show that actually. Before we get too far yeah, away. I mean, I did see, I saw it. Uh, who's who's the dude with the weird nose thing too? What was that supposed to represent? Oh, like the clown mask um, or something. That guy. <clears throat> he actually asked David Lynch, like, what, like, what am I even like doing? I mean, there's, there's, there's people who like, like, I think James Belushi was in season three, and there's you can see like takeouts and stuff, and then like Belushi is like, yo, I don't actually even know what the fuck I'm doing in this movie. Like, because it's so weird. Like, they don't even know what their little part, because it's so fucking weird, is even like, what does this even contribute to this? What the fuck's going on? Um, and Lynch told that guy with the pointy mask that he was a living talisman. Oh. Now, what I'm getting out of it, hmm. red, that is Gaborah. That, uh, in my opinion, that is on the left uh, pillar. It's going, if you're going up the tree, which you see him floating up, which is my opinion now, he's going up. As you're going up from that, red sphere that is where you start to get the chaos and change and eventually pierce the veil and cross the abyss hence the needle nose just Mm -hmm. like i think toth has a beak just why i think horus has a beak and that's why a lot of gods that are associated with that sphere and up all have weapons because i think it's not so much weapons of war against humanity and other gods it's to pierce the veil because they're going against the matrix they're in huh Interesting. That makes, I mean, I can see that, right? Because uh, a lot of people associate, you know, when they see depictions of these uh, ancient gods or myths or whatever. This could just be people that are fucking, you know, gangsters and killers of the mind. That's it. It doesn't have to be people. Right, exactly. Like, the the weapons could be our, our, you know, they assume, oh, it's a war god or it's this or whatever, like the archer or the, you know, the knight or whatever. But it's like, there could be more symbolism to that, which, that's a good catch. I've never thought of that before with the, uh, you know, piercing the veil, because uh, that's something that's talked about a lot, right, is piercing that veil between, 
the two worlds. And then it uh-huh. makes sense that you have the uh, humunculus, is that what you said? That That's what that guy, yeah. that little old man represents. It, it's almost that veil between the two halves of the brain and then what's what's in that middle part, right? Yeah, and then you think he's also in red and the guy next to him is in blue. Those two spheres are right on the tree of life before you cross over into the abyss. Those two are right there. And in my opinion, he is playing the beast. Hmm. Because he is no longer enslaved. He has the power of his own momentum. He's doing this himself. He is in control now. He is breaking out of the slave system. And then he goes, opens his pineal gland. He claps. Turns into spirit, which is fire and magic. Fire is used for spirit. Turns into spirit and crosses the abyss with him through the fucking curtains. Jesus, dude. <laughs> this is deep, man. This is some deep shit. <laughs> Just off of like a short clip like that, too. There's so much things hidden well, in it. It's ridiculous. That's why I picked it because that clip, I mean, even the other stuff that I cut out, like that whole thing starts off with like hearing a weird like boo, 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 sound and like just showing electric lines going down a telephone pole and then all you know, number six and all these other numbers, which I'm sure all meant something. It even starts off with that and then like going into a TV and then like them talking about like chrome and reflection and then it starts off with that. I mean, it's a really weird scene, but in my opinion, it, like that scene, the reason I picked it is because I do think it shows you almost everything to an extent in there. It shows you crossing the abyss and all that. Well, dude, in that the fact that uh, you'd mentioned that the the director or the creator uh, was almost like a whistleblower. So to have all these details in there that that a studied man as such as yourself would know about this guy had to probably be pretty deep, right? There's no, I mean, it's, it's unlikely that he just by chance kind of came up with all of these weird tropes, right? These weird elements and symbolism to put into the show. So this guy had to have been involved in some oh, form. He's, he has his own transcendental meditation and shit. Like he, uh, he okay. definitely, he definitely, David Lynch knows by far. I think he's, you know, probably one of the most uh, cult geniuses, you know, I would even say I think he's better than Crowley. <laughs> so, oh, really? Interesting. Uh, well, I like I like the way he does it better. I mean, it's not you know I think the way he does it, you can actually figure it out easier instead of making everything look bad, so you don't look at it for what it really is. Huh. Crowley was the king of that. Let's make everything look dark, so you don't look at anything. And then, what's the the red room? You had mentioned that in the beginning, and then we saw it at the end of the clip. What's what's the red room? <laughs> the red room. That's awesome. You know, yeah, fuck. You know what? I actually meant to leave out a little part where, I mean, I did. I realized after the fact that I, I fucked it up or whatever. Um, at the end, when they do, they do show eventually that guy Bob in the blue, kind of like walking, but all like who, like really weird, and like the little man's behind him, and he crosses. He, he they open the thing and they go through, and like as the curtains closing, you can see in that room a little bit. Um, but if you've watched the show or anybody watches the show, you'll see that room multiple times. One, the whole floor, the Aquarius symbol. Again, Saturn. The whole floor is just white and black waves. That's the symbol for Aquarius. Hmm. He's got a fucking Saturn statue in there. <laughs> and then he's got a fucking like Persephone statue, which is Saturn. And, you know, a lot of the Scarlet Whore is, is, is really a lot of what Twin Peaks is about also is uh, like... Laura Palmer, in my opinion, and a lot of the women on that show are all scarlet whores in their own way. But um, she is very much to do with breaking out of the flesh, out of the feminine. You have to strip some of the feminine energy that you are in in order to go into spirit. So there's even like a Persephone, you know, statue in there, which is even showing like the scarlet whore's whole part of it. 
it's uh, it's very Saturn. Like even the whole red room, if you were to pay attention, I mean, he's got the Saturn fucking statue and he's got the Aquarius symbol on the fucking floor. I mean, and that's the whole go between. That's the whole, put it this way. The whole thing with Saturn, in my opinion, there's two parts to it. There is the feminine and there's the masculine. You have the Scarlet Whore who is always depicted holding a cup up with water in it. She keeps it in form. With that water in that cup, it is held in form. It falls over, it splashes all over the place. Now it's not in form. She keeps that shit in form. Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. But I think when he's not, that is when you see the man spilling the water back out of his bucket, which is wood, which is all wood, is all male phallic symbolism because it grows straight up. Flowers lay grow low to the ground. Those are feminine. Trees are masculine. So I think even the wooden bucket spilling out the water shows that when you have come out of Saturn's rule, you go into the abyss and you are out of uh, body and now into spirit. So that would be the male energy. Is the male energy is what breaks out of the Scarlet Whore's matrix, basically. Jesus. I feel like I need to watch this movie and just have Patriot sit there the whole time and explain everything to me. <laughs> that, that's when all the whole cube of Saturn comes in. That is the male aspect. Mm-hmm. The circle. Uh, the, I, the wed with this ring. I, the wed. The circle is feminine. The square is male. Hmm. Yeah, dude, that's, I mean, this is some deep, deep stuff, dude. I mean, have you guys done an episode on this at all? I mean, obviously, you've done the Scarlet Horror, you've done things like that, but um, uh, are, are, is this something you'd want to pursue? Like, oh, yeah, it would be a passion of mine to cover Twin Peaks. It's just like I've even spoken to other people about doing it. It's just like, where do you start? Like, if you want to do, like, show by show, that's a fucking huge task because there's a lot of them. Do you want to just cover some parts? That's the movie. It's just like. It will be a heavy thing, like, I, get, I think, for me to be okay with, like, being happy with, like, doing, because I would want to pay a lot of attention to it, and that could be very, very long. Sounds like a project. Yeah, I know. It would be episode by episode. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, or it would be something that I've thought of, like, just doing every once in a while, and when it, you know, when it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah, Jeez, and just keep dude. continuing off of it. Just yeah. keep doing it through the episode, and wherever you stop, continue on the next one. Hell yeah. Me and Lux have talked about that actually. Maybe every once in a while just covering like one or two episodes and then you know a month or two later do it and again. Well, dude, I mean, for people listening, um, you know, uh, some of these things we talked about specifically the the Scarlet Horror, you can go check out uh the Occult Rejects uh uh podcast and they had did a whole series on that which is it's it's very very good, very well put together and they break all this down. So if you're uh a little confused, uh, which is understandable. This, I mean, New York Patriot goes deep. That's why we brought him on the show, right? He goes <laughs> fucking deep, uh, and uh, so go listen to the show. You'll you'll get a lot of the information that you may have have missed. But um, any other thoughts on this, guys? Before we move on, I don't know if he was trying to sell it, but I'm sold. I'm definitely going to be watching that soon. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at that, if you look at that series real quick with like a conspiratorial mind as well. I think you'll see shit that's like from back in the eighties and nineties that he was like showing and you'd be like, fuck, like that's kind of like things people have covered, like recently had talked about, like even there's like things that I've covered on our own show. Like when we covered the Franklin scandal, you know, or, or, uh, stuff with John Wayne Gacy, when he was associated with like a pedophile dude that actually had like a mail order thing where you like pick kids out of like magazines and shit. They showed that in twin peaks. Oh, like there was yeah. Laura Palmer and another girl, or like chicks that were like ads in these like sex magazines where you would order these women. 
Um, there was even a thing now where I'm covering a cult where uh, they have a bird, the owner's bird, like for some reason, I, I got it recorded. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but like it, it was like always saying like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it must have heard some fucked up shit for it to constantly repeating that, mm-hmm. you know, saying, oh. oh my God. And then like in Twin Peaks, there's a part uh, where there's a fucking bird in it and it's like repeating shit. And it's like fucking, they make it at one point the bird wouldn't shut up. One of the guys like, cause they were like asking how a casino chip broke. And the guy's like, the bird wouldn't shut the fuck up. So I stuck a chip in its mouth or some shit like that. Like, so I'm like, yo, like it even like, I'm like, could he have been talking? Cause this cult is old as shit. I'm like, could he have been talking about that then too? Like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, you just like weird <laughs> shit like that. Like, why did he, why did it need to have a talking bird that was just annoying? And then, I don't know. But just like, if you look at it with the conspiracy, you know, with conspiracy eyes, I think you also see like a lot of shit that like people are talking about now. He was kind of throwing in his stuff then that was going on behind the scenes. Hmm. Well, check out Twin Peaks. I'll, I'm going to watch it. And then uh, on your Discord, too, if you guys, uh, anyone listening, clicks the link that will be in the description, uh, you can join the Discord and, and do a little watch party with the uh, Occult right. Rejects. That'd be fun, dude. Well, uh, all right, let's get to my clip here. Um, let me... Jane Rose... Oh, God. Okay, so let me preface this real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, trying oh, God. To, trying to stay a little topical. So uh, this Ooh. is... Uh, it's about the recent... Uh, this clip isn't about it, but it, it's related to the recent overturning of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court. So I'll just play this clip. Uh, and I guess for those who don't know, uh, Roe v. Wade is a court case that took place uh, decades ago that codified uh, abortion uh, under federal, I guess, law, but not anyway. Well, OK, so here's a clip. Jane Rowe's story was a terrible one. She said she had been gang raped, gotten pregnant, was desperate to get an abortion. That's what everyone believed, as long as Jane Rowe remained anonymous. When she went public, she told a different story. You were raped while you were in Georgia? No, I wasn't. You were not? No, I wasn't. So all those stories that are in the books and so forth are not true? Yes, sir. Yes. They're not true. Right. And it turned out that lying wasn't the only embarrassment this darling of the pro-choice forces presented. In her personal treatise published last year, Norma McCorvey told the story of her somewhat sordid life. Then she still adamantly supported abortion. Now she adds that to the list of sins she took with her into the baptismal pool. I've cheated people out of money. I've sold drugs. I... You know, I, I, was, I, was, I was an abusive alcoholic for, you know, many, many years. Um, oh I've done God. a lot against his teachings. Um, but I, I think the far greater sin that I did was to be the plaintiff in Roe versus Wade. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So just to... To preface it a little bit more, uh, Shelley Thornton was oh. a toddler when Roe v. Wade. Just to preface it, <laughs> she was a toddler. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good timing. Uh, but no, so basically, the whole Supreme Court case of Roe v. Wade about this woman, uh, McCarvey, uh, she had lied the whole time. I mean, everything, her whole story about being raped and needing abortion, all that was was a complete lie. Uh, so the whole law or court precedent itself was based on a lie, right? And uh, 
So, I mean, that's just something that a lot of people don't know that, right? Uh, not that, you know, the people still don't, you know, can't support it or whatever, but it's like, guys, the whole, the, it wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have the federal, you know, rights or whatever. It's not a constitutional right, but you wouldn't get the federal uh, support to get abortions if this woman hadn't lied all her way to the Supreme Court. So um, I just want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. It's topical. It's something to think about. So what are y'all's thoughts? I'll let Patriot go first. <laughs> he's he's having a meltdown over here. <laughs> no, it's just like, of course, accepting killing babies was built on a lie. Like, I mean, how else could you accept that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it has to be built on a lie for you to accept that shit. I mean, I understand. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to get, like, into that whole thing. There's exceptions. I totally understand that uh, for certain things, you know, health, rape, and stuff like that. But, like, you know, of, of course, for it to get, you know, as big as it did, it was built on a lie. Like, that only makes sense because it seems like everything else that's going on nowadays. I believe people believing bullshit is all built on lies. Mm-hmm. Shane? Honestly, like, I just, I think my whole opinion on the whole thing is I feel like it's just like a toss up because it seems like it comes down to like the state, correct me if I'm wrong, more than anything. Basically, so, it, it was a, f- the, the, the court case made it a, a federal thing, right? Where like, no matter what state you were in, you had to, you had to be, have that option, right? But now uh, it's just gone back to a state's issue. So each state can decide their own laws based on it. Because it's not a constitutional uh, amendment or a right, um, anything that's not in the Constitution inherently uh, – it's this says it in the Constitution. Anything that's not listed here goes back to the states to decide. So that's why you have like legal weed in some places, things like that. Mm-hmm. So anything that's not in the Constitution and all of its amendments is a, goes back to the states. So – that's, so, I mean, that being said, though, like, there's always still an option because you can go to other states and things like that if you needed yeah. to. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just another one of those things that's just like a toss-up to divide people and make everybody fight over this while something else is actually going on. So, mm-hmm. while this shit's going on, I don't know. I feel like we all need to, like, well, keep our eyes and ears down and figure out what the fuck's actually going on behind the scenes. Well, think about this, Shane. If they can make uh, health decisions, let's just call it that, medical procedures, uh, up to the states because there's nothing about the in the constitution that says you have a right to health care or you know things like that so what if this is a step going off what you said to kind of push uh you know certain laws in certain states where you maybe have to get a mandatory uh, medical procedure to live in that state or to operate in that state to work or go to restaurants or whatever things that we're already seeing right but now if it's passed to the states and then each state, would be able to dictate what you can and cannot do with your own body. So that's another thought, too. Um, I agree. I mean, we're all a bunch of dudes here, and I don't want to piss off the ladies that are watching or listening. Uh, you know, do it. Do what you want to do. I don't agree with it, but I also, you know, I'm not going to tell you what not to do, right? So, um, but yeah, you're right, Shane. It, can, it just goes back to the states, and I don't think there's any state that doesn't have a bordering state uh, any state where it's now illegal or will be illegal, there's not a state that's not bordering it or that's within a short drive where you can go get those procedures uh, done if you wish. So I don't know. It's topical. Yeah, I will say one thing to this to this part of the abortion, though. With certain states that wanted to push it to a certain extent, I will say if you can't make a decision if you want to fucking keep a kid within the first fucking 10 weeks, you probably shouldn't even fucking have it. Yeah, I think... Because, you know, I think some of them pushing how far along you can go, I do think that is actually... There's even up, some states that it's as long as the umbilical cord it is attached. It took eight months to realize, oh, now I don't want this. Right. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Come on. It doesn't well, take you that long to make it. 
decision like that. There is some states with very, very late term abortions, like up until birth. And I think there's even some laws being pushed where uh, as long as the umbilical cord is attached, you can make the decision then uh, even post uh, exiting of the canal, which I think is just awful. I think that's terrible. But we know Planned Parenthood's history. Uh, if those who don't know, we'll, we don't want to need to get into that right now. But yeah. I mean, we know the history of this. Uh, you know, th- this operation. Uh, we know they profit off of it, both in performing the procedures and selling the parts, uh, the leftovers, uh, whether it be for vaccines or. Uh, medical uh, testing or things like that. So we know that's a, that's the case. So, uh, and if people don't believe me, you can, you can look into that yourself. Maybe we'll do a show on it sometime, but uh, yeah, I think that the amount of time that you, that you had mentioned New York Patriot, I think that's a big thing. That's when a lot of people are like, Ugh, you I know? really think that's probably only the real major issue with most people actually is just that. Mm-hmm. And you know one thing that you and that that Shane was saying before, and I was thinking the same thing that he was saying. Not that I'm on either side. I think both sides suck. I mean, if I had to if I had to choose, I would you know definitely go on the right, not the left. Mm-hmm. So I do love seeing the left spaz. You know, I get more enjoyment over that. We said that's right why you were late straight. tonight. You were owning the libs. <laughs> and and the last you have to think last week they got the I mean guns and abortion triggered the fuck i just don't you know going by how things have been going i, I that just actually seems very opposite normally the left's been getting everything they want and now all of a sudden they just got shit on two times in a row in the same week it just seems yeah it's like yo this is too we, this is too lucky like we this can't be like real <laughs> like, I, I got i got another theory too what if it's another form of like population control because we live in a in a time where they're pro cut off your dick and no abortions by any means. So it's kind of like pushing people into an idea of like here, these people can't have kids anyways. And then the people that can have kids are too scared to do things because they don't know if they're going to like get somebody pregnant. So it could be just another push in that whole like population control concept, you know, where it seems like it's pro to have more people, but realistically it's to make Uh, it so that people think before they actually do things. Yeah. Maybe they saw like doing uh, like pro, like no sex. Abstinence. Yeah, I saw that trending on Twitter. Well, also another thing too is if you think about this, well, all the Republicans, all the people on the right are anti-abortion or whatever. All those people are going to have kids, right? And so then, if you think about that, the the other side does not want kids. They they're pro-abortion, all this stuff. In thirty years, we're going to have a very right-wing, uh, you know, I, I dare I say, Christian uh, ruling kind of class, right? If if just that population outweighs, uh, you know, the other side, and I hate to think about it like this because we're all people, right? Uh, but just that's, that's another uh, theory I've heard. But then if you think about it, most kids rebel against their parents. I don't know, but it's just something to consider that you know the people not wanting to have kids, so well, they're not thinking long term then, right? <laughs> if we're talking about uh, you know good or bad or or whatever. Uh, there's no long-term planning there, right? This is a long game. You know, I think the best for me, at least the, the best thing you can do is, uh, um, you know, as form of rebellion is, is have kids if you can, you know what I mean? And and raise them right. Have a lot of them, but I got another theory too. (laughs) What if (laughs) it's to have more, because obviously like not all of these parents would be taking care of their kids or they wouldn't be able to handle the kids. There'd be more kids in the system. We all know how much, you know, the sex trafficking thing, uh, adrenochrome, like that whole thing, the more kids in the system, then the more 
product they have in a sense too. So maybe it's another push towards, you know, if you're looking at it from a more conspiratorial mind setup that, you know, it kind of, kind of gives them more, uh, more things to feed off of. Hmm. And you know, I, I hate to say it also that might, I mean, this is all, you know, theorizing. Kids in the system will disappear easy too. Well, that and your, well, and this would be a reason for that also is, uh, you know, easier to take a kid. Um, if, you know, you can't get abortions in certain places where I hate to say it, maybe you had a lot of one parent to the child, you mm-hmm. know, just the mother or just the father. Um, there'll be a lot more of that now because maybe ones that were, you know, in this situation where they realized I can't do this by myself and they got an abortion early. Uh, those people won't be able to do it now and they'll actually just have more kids too with only one parent. That's probably not going to grow up the best. That's another good hey, point. It's more of a reason to have people on the system too. The people that have the kids can afford to have the kids. So then you have more people that rely on the system. So then that's more control over the people because they have to rely on the system for benefits. I mean, yeah, we've seen evidence of that, right? I mean, we've seen that, right? The welfare you know what, kids and stuff. You know what I actually thought, and only because of one, one, uh, you do seem, it does seem to be a thing on like, at least on like Netflix and you, besides us covering the Mormons, there has been like a lot of Mormon shit coming out and they, they do love popping out kids. And I was saying, I mean, in our Skinwalker series, I even think the whole Mormons are behind that whole thing. So like. I was like, you know, if this is like some kind of Masonic, like Mormon agenda going on, uh, taking away abortions is popping out mad kids would fit with them as well. And the Mormons are the, are super nice people. I love the Mormons. They've always been kind to me. Um, (laughs) that's a thought though. It's a thought. Well guys, um, uh, any other thoughts on the, on this topic or any other ones before we uh, do our plugs and get out of here? Yeah. No wild card this week. I don't have any. No, we didn't get a wild card. No, no wild card. I, I mean, mine my, was wild enough. My my uh, <laughs> water report can suffice as a wild card. But uh, people listening or watching, whatever, uh, if you want us to discuss something like at this time in the show, like towards the end, uh, send us a clip and a question, and we'll uh, we'll break it down. So yeah, that's another option too. Maybe we can bounce back and forth um, between if people want to send us clips or if people at the end of the show that are in our live feed want to just like ask a question and we can tear apart that question at the end. We can kind of do a toss up between the two, depending on what happens that week. So yeah, just an option for and, anybody that's listening. If you think that's a good idea, let us know. And people watching now, cause this episode won't come out for another week or so uh, on audio feed. But if you're watching now, we are going to be probably going live almost every night this week, at least through Thursday. Oh, uh, cause we've got a bunch of shows uh, in the lineup. So uh, nice. those watching, be sure to check back with us and uh, join us uh Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday for uh, some other big dumb inquiries. I think it'll be it'll be fun. It looks like General Lee said. Oh, Oh. General Lee's got something for us. All right, hit us with it. (laughs) Nice. I was gonna say. Oh, dive into Pindar, please. Oh God, we got to send us a clip too. Otherwise, we can't. (laughs) Okay, so General Lee, tonight or whenever, whatever fucking time it is, wherever you live, General Lee. Send us a clip on um, Instagram or whatever, a link to a clip, and tomorrow we'll throw it in as a wild card. So, because Pindar, yeah. that's a deep topic. Jesus. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, well, uh, guys, great show. This was a lot of fun. Yo, I had um, fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, New York that's Patriot, cool you want to tell people where they can find you, brother? Uh, you can find all my stuff on uh, BitChute, Rumble, and all major uh, podcasts, the NY Patriot. Then I do have. Um, Really, I mean, the best way, you should just go on YouTube. 
tour and more that will have my show Lux's show and the occult rejects. I mean, and then within all those videos is the links for everything else too. But like, you'll find like everything I'm on the, you know, every show that we do drops there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and real quick, I did want to say, I mean, cause there was a bunch of people in here. I saw that. I know from my discord, I want to say what's up to like Arnold, uh, what's up to general Lee. And I had like, I think Helen and Ash, you know, there was a bunch of you that I noticed from my discord. Uh, thank oh, yeah. you. That's what's up that you guys joined in. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to them. I saw them. Absolutely. The Thank you, chat. I mean, sometimes we kind of read the chat messages and stuff on the show, but we were getting deep tonight. So sorry, everybody, if we didn't uh, shout you out. But thank you all for oh, being yeah, my here. co-host, Teresa, one of my co-hosts. Oh, Teresa, was in there Teresa too. what's up? <laughs> hello. Hello. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you all for being here in the chat. It, it does mean a lot. And uh, New York Patriot, thank you for coming on, brother. Uh, real quick, Shane, uh, plugs. Yeah. Um, Anybody that's trying to check out Increase of Our Reality, um, I'm available across basically all, you know, different places you can get podcasts. Um, if you're looking for merch for this show, merch for my show, uh, you want to donate to, to the show, anything like that, um, I would make it quick and easy. It's all under Linktree. So L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash Increase of Our Reality podcast. And uh, yeah, I guess just keep keep uh, keep your eyes out for... Um, the live feeds that we're going to be doing this week and any upcoming ones. And also, like I was saying earlier, we have a big announcement coming soon. So keep your eyes and ears open for that one too. Absolutely. Uh, and then lastly, uh, I'm Kyle with the big dumb podcast. You can uh, check me out on all podcast platforms. If you're here on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, uh, be sure to like and leave a comment and uh, go ahead and subscribe all podcast platforms, yada, yada, yada. Great stuff, guys. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, be sure to, if you're listening live, check back with us tomorrow night. We'll be here. So gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yeah, always. And thank you for everybody listening too. If I didn't mention that already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks guys. Thanks for being here. Rah, rah, rah. And watch twin peaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Night. Big dumb inquiry. Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.